Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for CEO Exclusive, brought to you by Anona Enterprises. Good morning and welcome to CEO Exclusive, where we get emerging trends from CEOs and their most trusted advisors. I'm your host, Soyini Koch. One of the things that continues to amaze and inspire me is the talent and knowledge that exists in and amongst the mid-market CEOs who are both the guests of the show and, for the most part, our listeners. And so I wanted to spend some time on today's show talking about how to help you build your platform. Really excited about having on today's show Wendy Alpine of Alpine Communications and Nancy Tao of Tao Communications to help us really tease out some really great recommendations for how you CEO listeners who have all that wonderful insight and knowledge to share can build your platform to share all of um, those wonderful insights with the world. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thanks, Soini. Thank you for having us. Excited yeah. to be here. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. So, Wendy, go ahead and, and start off with, with your, your best recommendations for helping uh, CEOs get out there and build their platform. Sure. Well, like you said, it's important for the CEO to get out and build a platform and to establish a type of um, thought leadership or, you know, advance a a platform that they might be interested in having the community know about. So um, some of the things, um, you know, we talked about is that um, it could be, say, a community service type of thing. If they're passionate about something they're doing in the community, a charitable thing, uh, it could be uh, environmental, you know, if they're interested in the environment. It could be uh, another type of community program. So it's really, um, it could be also about, we talked about, well, workplace culture and in maybe service. It's, um, you know, you really kind of put yourself out there and set your mark if you really think about uh, you know, a topic, a trend, a platform that you want to be known for. Mm. Nancy? Yeah, no, a lot of what Wendy just said and and, you know, I when I work with my clients, I often say, you know, be yourself. Who who are you? Be who you really are. Be your authentic self. There's a lot of talk about that these days. And, you know, don't just jump on a bandwagon. What what is it that you believe in at home? The same things that you believe at at home, you should believe at in your workplace. And you should, you know, share that with your with your constituents. So uh, I think in speaking with uh, my listeners and some of the guests, there's some shyness there, right? There's this feeling like I represent the company. And so these other things like my personal interests, my personal passions, you know, there's no place for them if I'm a CEO coming onto the show to get, P- get PR for my firm. Why do you think it's important for this authenticity, the, you know, them allowing their maybe not so business-specific interests and concerns and and voice to to show up. I think that there's been a melding of the personal brand with the company brand. Like Nancy said before, it's all about authenticity. I think because we have social media today, we live in a 24/7 world. Uh, everything from Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, so I feel that you really can't separate like the personal brand from the corporate brand in a sense, you know, um and I think that's important. I think a lot of CEOs want to get across. They they realize we can't just promote the company for the company's sake, but we need to have um, 
you know, trends and issues and things that are important to our company. And that represents, for example, I was just talking to a potential new business prospect yesterday, and that's exactly what they said they wanted. They said their brand represents integrity and community service. They're a local heating and air company. And, um, you know, they they talked about how they want to get it out get out to the, to the public more that they're involved in certain community organizations like Must Ministries. They pack the school lunches. They do other things. Uh, in addition, they they do other things. Um, they they give to a lot of other organizations. So they want to let that be known. It's not just they're a heating and air company, but they're a part of the community. And the CEO is involved as well. So there's really an intersection of personal and corporate brand. And and do you think that's healthy, Nancy, and why? Yeah, I think it's really healthy. It's funny, you know, when you you meet a CEO of a company, you know, they tend to be guarded yeah, exactly. for the most part, right? Um, but, you know, you always, until you meet them, you shake their hand, nice to meet you. They, they leave the room, and then inevitably, I'll be sitting next to the person that works, it's usually my client, so I'm sitting, sitting next to somebody who works for the chairman, and, and they'll lean over and say, you know what, he's really a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course he is. Or she's really a nice person, a nice woman, of course. And I say the same thing. So it's funny because Wendy and I work a lot with um, our clients, preparing them to be on programs like yours. And I think old school, we would do a lot of Q&A. So we would guess what kinds of questions you might be asking us on shows like that. And then we would tell I tell, our, I tell you. I make right. it easy. <laughs> you, you do. do. Thank you. And then we would script out the answers for our clients. Boring. Boring, boring. And it even makes them more guarded. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you, you speak and you talk and you work and you play within the lines. And now I tell my clients, now this was like 20 years ago when I was 10, of course. Now I'm 30. <laughs> and I tell my clients, be yourself. Let your hair down. Mm-hmm. Think out loud. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Because you, you know, you didn't get here. None of us got to where we are, you know doing whatever, you know exactly what you what you should say. So say it. So I don't script. My, my Actually, my client was on a radio program yesterday, and I did not script him. Mm. They did give us, they were nice too. They gave us questions in advance. And we talked about it a little bit, but I said, you know, and he does much better off script. Everybody does. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, people are so boring when they come in with the five, five prepared questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, he's a good example of, he's a client of mine. I'm going to take one second to, he's a developer. And he real has estate? a real estate developer. He has a community, um, a single family home community out in Northwest Georgia. And it's primarily second homes, but there are some full-time residents. Um, and he's really created this community that is based on family, on faith, creating memories, on building your legacy. And that, if you talk to him, that's exactly who he is too. He's a father of four. So he's a family man. And he's all about creating memories for his family. And you know, now he, as he's getting older, his his oldest just went off to college. So he's thinking about his legacy. So it's interesting how, to Wendy's point, I think there is a lot more of a of a melding of, you know, bringing your personal brand into into your company mm. and sharing that. Tease out a little bit more why that's important. Because I so in the, for the CEOs that are on the on the show or that I speak to, they are guarded. They do want to keep that that personal, their their beliefs, that kind of core thing, the things that that light them up, a lot of them don't necessarily want to share that in in the public domain. And they think this is this is me, you know, and, and then I go off and when I enter the room, I'm I'm the CEO. Why do you think it's so important 
to share the the that that personal side and to build that platform based on on uh, their personal brand. Um, I think I think uh, Nancy and I have discussed this that it helps the CEO relate to to people. And Nancy, Nancy and I were talking about how sometimes you might read an article about a company or might read an article about a CEO's hobby and and be like, hmm, I, I also like to ski. I also like to jump out of planes or whatever they like to do, or I'm also interested in the environment. And um, it kind of gives them, makes them more real and more relatable. And I think that's, that's important. Um, you know, in addition, it's just, it's being done more. You're seeing it more and more. I, we were talking the other day about, you know, Sir Richard Branson and Elon Musk and how they are probably great examples of CEOs that have created their own brand as well as their company brand. You know, um, you just look on social media, you see Sir Richard Branson all over the place. Uh, everything with, he is interested in climate, he is interested in technology. He was with President Obama, I remember when, when um, President Obama left office and I think he's done a great job in keeping that brand alive. And then Elon Musk with all the interesting things he's doing. So it just, it, it makes you remember them, makes them memorable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's important, you know, to connect on a level that um, everyone can relate to. And we all can relate to humanity mm-hmm. and who we are, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard. I think we had a conversation the other day. Sometimes even with my clients, They'll go on and on and on, and I have no idea what they're talking about <laughs> when they dig deep into what their industry, you know, and, and, and as a PR practitioner, you have to be a quick learner. So you know a lot about a little, about, you know a lot about a lot, but you don't, you're not an expert, but you have to become an expert, obviously, on certain, you know, pieces of content. Um, so I think it's important, you know, even from a, a client, um, you know, practitioner relationship, but if you're the chairman of your company, and you you have several hundreds of people working for you. You 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 say you know everybody, but you don't really know everybody. And it's not even about whether you know them. It's like how do how do you want them to perceive you, mm-hmm. right? Not just as the chairman. Oh, here he comes. Everybody, you know, everybody pretend like they're working. Mm. So you give us a couple access points. So one is personal interests, mm-hmm. right? Another is is values. Um, Nancy, you were talking about the the family and the values. What are some other access points for if a CEO listening to this wants to wants to start blogging or publishing and or speaking to to begin to establish this platform? What are some other access points that you could recommend? You mean as far as how else can they how can they yeah. get their message out? Yeah. Well, you just touched on some really good ones. Um, blogging is a great way to start. And, um, you know, really thinking no, So that about, was my question. I mean, what, oh, what would they blog about? What would they blog about? Well, the, these, the topics that they're interested in, just like Nancy talked about her client being interested in family values and um, creating legacies and memories and things like that. It could be about those topics. It could be examples. It doesn't only have to be about his own company, but maybe other companies that are doing that. Um, you know, mine, some of my clients are very interested in community outreach and community service. And so... It's talking about maybe good examples of that, um, whether it's here in Atlanta or nationally, uh, just giving some perspective of some really um, great examples of how that's being done. Um, this social media, although Nancy and I always talk about how you have to be careful and how you use it. So blogging is probably a safer way to do it. There's bylined articles. They could um, you know, write an article for a community paper, uh, could be an industry publication, because 
people, publications are looking for something that's interesting, something different, something that's useful, not just, you know, touting your own company. Um, just here in Atlanta, the Atlanta Business Chronicle has like a full page column and they're always looking for CEOs with interesting hobbies or interests. And so that's another way to get attention for you and your business is that outlook, not just about what does your product and service do, but what is it about you? And that's being looked at more and more. There's There are more and more opportunities to get that out. And how do you, so let's use your your heating and air example. How do they tie that back to the the business and the business proposition? So, you know, they, the, you know, their CEO is talking about these values of integrity, et cetera. And they're blogging about that. How do they then use that to, to drive business? Well, I guess that becomes part of their brand. They're also a faith-based um, company and they have that in their logo. Um, some people, you know, you need your plumbing or heating and air fixed, but sometimes you, you exactly. want to pick that company that maybe has that you feel has the integrity that's going to do the right job, that if there's something wrong, they'll come back, um, that stands behind their brand. And that's what they've felt, how they stand out from the competition because there's so many companies in that space and just doing their own thing. But I guess that sets them apart from their competition. I think, you know, we talk about strategic partnerships, strategic alliances, and they don't always have to be for the bottom line. So, you know, doing good business also means reaching out to your community and giving back. What other recommendations do you have for for, for establishing the, the, the CEO, establishing his or her platform? Well, I think, you know, thinking it through, working with the PR person that, or the PR professional practitioner that they have, um, that they work with, uh, kind of vetting those things out. Um, like you said before, speaking engagements are a good one. It could, you know, start small and like maybe a community or civic organization, um, you know, maybe talking to the employees is another great way. So there are town hall meetings and things where CEOs and executives talk about what's going on in the company and the movement. And it'd be interesting to share that in a town hall situation as well, just, uh, you know, making things more personal. I think there's been a lot of discussion of um, how do you relate to millennials and things like that. And one of the things we keep hearing is that millennials care about these these things, like they care about the environment, they care about, um, you know, work-life balance and things like that. And, and I think it's communicating that you're more than the company, you know, you're, there's a person behind it, you're authentic, you're real. Uh, I think that resonates with a lot of the employees today, especially the young people. Hmm. I think internal communications is really important. And sometimes that's that's overlooked, quite honestly, because we're all very concerned about our mm. outwardly and, you know, promoting things outwardly and communicating out. But we can't forget about, it's like, you know, can't forget about your home. You got to take care of what's at home first, right? And also, I think your employees are your greatest brand ambassadors. So making sure that they are in the know, they understand what's going on. You know, as your CEO, this is what we're, this is what we're all about. We're a team. Here's what we're doing instead of hearing it at the water cooler. Mm. So tell us about the, the, the internal communications. What, do you, what specifically do you recommend that, that CEOs do there? How does that look? Town hall is, is definitely one great yeah, thing. I think town hall is great. I think getting out there and just shaking hands and saying hello and stopping by the office. Again, going back to my developer client, you know, he has a blog. We do a newsletter. He has email blasts. We do all of that, which 
I think is very important. It's kind of a necessary evil because it's sort of another thing. It becomes another thing that we have to get done and to do. And um, But his best touch points are when he is in the community. He walks down the street and says hello to all the residents and has wonderful conversations and brings back a lot of good information um, for for his team, for us. Great. Awesome. Well, listeners, we're talking to um, Nancy Tao of Tao Communications and Wendy Alpine of Alpine Communications about helping you build your platform. And in the second half of the show, we always talk about the relationship between our guests, right? So um, tell us, Wendy, about how you've met and how you work to support each other in business. Since at CEO Exclusive, we believe that people lift each other up in business and that's how we are successful. Sure. Um, Nancy and I go back probably about 17 years. Um, it's a long time. Um, and We I, were 10 then too. Exactly. We were 10 <laughs> then. And we met working for a, um, a large public relations agency here in Atlanta. And actually I was doing work for Nancy. Um, I was a consultant and she was working there and we worked on a, a few different clients together and we really felt like we had a good synergy. And um, just over the years, our career paths changed and um, Nancy was in China. I was here in Atlanta. And then she came back and reached out. We reached out and um, decided to connect again. And I've been in my own business for 17 years doing Alpine Communications and you know, focusing on healthcare and technology and B2B businesses. And, and Nancy also has a very broad-based background and um, great ideas. And so recently we were like, we, we should collaborate a little bit more. And, you know, we have some clients and it's actually more fun working together than just being in your own little box working. And we both like that. We, we feed it off each other really, really well. And um, so we've been working together prospecting clients, um, working on business proposals together, kind of bouncing ideas off each other to, to make sure that, you know, here's the feedback I get from this client. What do you think? And a lot of times we just have, it just works really well. You know, I'll have the proposal, share information with Nancy, and Nancy will come back with some really great thoughts that I haven't thought about and vice versa. And um, so it's been really great to to collaborate with her. And just also as an entrepreneur, as I was saying, you know, I've been doing this for 17 years, so it could get a little isolated. That's why it's nice to come talk to you and, and meet different folks in the community. And I've been doing a lot of blogging and thought leadership for Alpine. Um, but it's nice to actually have some other folks to to work with, especially smart and uh, creative folks like Nancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm laughing because I think yesterday or a couple days ago we had our own internal communication exchange, and I texted Wendy and I said, "You know what? We make a great team, don't we?" <laughs> she did. She did. It was really nice. <laughs> and I was going to also mention when we met, was that 17 years ago? It was 2000. So it was during the whole dot-com craze. Mm-hmm. And we laugh about that, too, because it was just such a crazy time. I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners out there remember that time. And we, we said recently, we said we had no idea what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, and we were just having a conversation about Uber and Tesla. And look how far we've come. But mm-hmm. that was a very interesting time to be in, you know, in the working world in general. But, you know, being in PR, it was very interesting because we had all kinds of clients coming to us saying, help, 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 we're launching, we're a startup. We didn't even know what a startup meant. And we're like, what is a <laughs> <Right>. startup? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a really interesting time. But I think, you know, yes, because we um, work a lot independently on our own, it's obviously great to collaborate. And even, you know, for those of you who are in a, in a work environment, 
step outside of your office, mm. step outside of your cubicle and go and talk to people. And I think the best thing too is I always say, it allows you to think out loud. Even if you work on your own or you work in an office with hundreds of people and three floors, if it, I think we all have a tendency to, to work in a silo, good or bad, and to just not think out loud. We're afraid to, we're, it's that, so, go, that same guarded conversation, mm-hmm. sort of afraid to think outside of the box or share our thoughts because people, you know, gosh forbid, people are going to think we're crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, Wendy and I show our crazy a lot. To each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's funny. I don't think the, that, that's, that's interesting. I don't know that the CEOs are going to share the, they share their crazy with people outside, mm-hmm. like, you know, their CEO peer groups. Um, who we've had a lot, a number of those on the show. So I'm very interested, Edith. You guys must have gone through and seen a lot, especially in 2007 to 2010 during the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was life like, like, life like for you uh, trying to, you know, put the word out during during those times as well? You know, it's funny. Um, I guess I I was lucky that I really did, wasn't that. A, affected by the recession and we was I was still doing client work. Um, a lot of my clients have been with Alpine for years. I have one client in the time and attendance industry that has been with us for like 16 years. Uh, and so it, it's um, you know we keep we keep going. Um, but I know in certain cases, especially if you were in like doing stuff with technology and startups and things like that, then you would be it'd be it'd be real difficult. but um, a lot of the clients that um, that I work with with Alpine and more established companies and they were just around. And, you know, sometimes it was economic stories. How's their business going in this climate? Um, But it wasn't, it wasn't a direct impact that I remember. Mm. I don't know if you felt that way, Nancy. Well, I was, interestingly enough, I was in Beijing, China Mm. at the time. So quite a different landscape there. So I wasn't, although I, I still worked with U.S.-based clients. So, you know, there were some changes. But I think, again, I think if you recognize and understand and know how to leverage communications and marketing and PR, it is critical in good times and bad. Great. Sure. Yeah. So tell us what's new and exciting that's happening at your practices that you think our CEO listeners would be interested in hearing. There's a lot of really fun things going on. Um, Nancy and I have been collaborating, um, working with some startup companies and some digital health companies in the telemedicine space, um, some other ones in the life sciences area. And like I said, this this new one that just approached uh, approached me, they were looking for a Marietta firm and um, in this industry. And you know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I'm going to be doing some proposal work for them and just thinking about outside the box about how do you take a heating and air company and make them, you know, more interesting and compelling. And like we just talked about today, maybe leveraging the CEO, the community service. So, so I've been looking at that and just what other kind of opportunities are out there. I'm very interested in healthcare, um, the whole changes what, what, that are going on, especially in digital health, having consumers uh, take more a part in their healthcare. Uh, I think that's really interesting technology is also of interest to me. I, I love um, anything that's new and different. Of course, that helps with PR because people want to hear about that. So like cybersecurity, other technologies, cloud-based technologies that allow efficiencies. Um, and then just just whatever kind of comes my way. I look for kind of synergies and whether there's a connection between 
me and my firm and the, and then their work. So right. something that um, I've been doing a little bit of work with with another um, group of women that I collaborate with, actually out of St. Louis, which is my hometown, is sort of a we call it a playbook. So it's kind of the PR plan 2.0, perhaps. So the playbook allows um, a company, whether it's the marketing director or the CEO, to have a playbook. So it's it's sort of a plan that we develop with them. So we you know we do the regular meeting, we do a deep dive, we identify their marketing PR objectives, and then we put together a plan. But the plan is put together so that they can then either right away or eventually do it on their own, execute it internally. Um, and you would think like, well, that's maybe not smart business for us because that kind of takes us out of the picture. But it's worked really well. And I think the, the thing that really has been great about it is that it allows the client to really see the value mm. in what we're bringing. Because Wendy and I talk about this a lot. A lot of our clients say, well, you know, where are the metrics? We want to be able to track PR, because PR can be kind of a sort of an intangible, what is PR? Mm -hmm. What is marketing? It's a bottom line on, you know, yeah. <clears throat> on the budget. So they always want to know, what are we getting back for it? So the playbook is our leave behind. Mm -hmm. And it's something that they can use forever. It's, you know, we try to make it as sustainable as possible for them to go back and execute it on their own. And certainly they can call us when they need help. But it's been, it's been successful. It's worked really well. Very good. All right. Well, listeners, once again, we've been talking to Alpine Communications and Tau Communications about how to help you establish your platform. You've been listening to CEO Exclusive. I'm your host, Soyini Koch. I hope you have a profitable, productive, and very prosperous week. Thanks. This show is brought to you by Anona Enterprises, where strategy is your access to money and performance. Learn more at anonaenterprises.com.